Runk. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to episode 280 of Congratulations. Guess what, Raleigh? I'll be there Friday. Raleigh, North Carolina. I'll be there Friday. Tickets. Uh, there may be a few tickets left, um, but it's very close to sold out. Savannah, Georgia. I'll be there Saturday. Um, le- there are more tickets available in Savannah because Savannah apparently... Look, I sold a lot of tickets. So far, it's almost at 2,000, but the venue is a little bigger than that. Savannah doesn't fuck with your boy like North Carolina fucks with your boy. It's all good, though, dude. He's still in the South. North Carolina, Savannah, the deeper you go to the South, the more they want to listen to somebody like, you know, I don't know, Nate Bargatze, but that's fine. And it's all good. Uh, love Nate Bargatze. He's hilarious. Um, so, yeah, dude, chrislea.com for tickets. I got other ones that are going fast. Almost sold out in New York City. Uh, Chicago, getting there. Added another show in San Diego. Uh, Portland, Seattle. This is the Don't Push Me Tour. Go to crystalia.com. Midland, Texas. Uh, Sugarland, Texas. Um, oh, this is off the top of the freaking dome. Portland, Seattle. I said, um, and uh, what do you call it? Uh, the other one in, uh, I said them all. All right, well, whatever. Go to crystalia.com. There's money more too. Boston sold, I think, 200 tickets in Boston the other day. Boston fucks with your boy. Um, so yeah, um, and that's that. Wore this the other day. I'll pump. I'll pimp this out here because it got cold. Join our, join our cult. Um, and that hoodie because it's hoodie season. So go to crystalia.com, get your hoodies. And also we got new uh, shirts available. The Life Rips, new Life Rips shirts available. Crystalia.com. But let, whatever, that's out of the way. And uh, we're having a good time. You know what, dude? I'm not gonna lie to you. I've been waking up later and freaking later. He goes to bed late because he's watching TV because he's a fat dad. Yes, he's a fat dad, dude. I, I I can't tell you how often I feel like, you know what, dude? Let's just be a fat a fat guy. I'm I'm not a fat guy. I'm not even close to a fat guy. I'm joking. But honestly, I just feel like maybe it'll just be more fun. <laughs> you know? Like maybe it'll just be more fun. Maybe I'll just eat pasta and ice cream and pizza. And, uh, you know, I, cause the thing is in the daytime, dude, I got no problem eating healthy. The worst I'll do is a turkey sandwich and that's the worst. Okay. But mostly salads, stuff without bread in it, maybe some quinoa, a little dash of quinoa. Um, and then, uh, when night comes, all hell breaks loose, dude. All hell breaks loose, my babies. That's it. Hey. Time for hell to go like this. I got the keys. Hell's got the keys at night. Hell's got the keys. <laughs> Dude, it, hell hell goes like this. There's ice cream out there? Yeah. Hell goes like this. Wait, there's pizza out there? Ah. Hell goes, oh, it's, it's thin crust? Then I can eat double. Hell goes pizza and ice cream's out there. Hold up. Ha. Hey, guard, come here. Good guard against the bars. Always wanted to do that. Hey, guard, come here. Into the thing. 
That's a that's a real badass move, dude. And then kiss him. Um, but yeah, dude. Uh, so yeah, I don't know, man. I just maybe I'll just be a fat guy at some point. I don't know. Sometimes I see people and they got older and I haven't seen them in a long time and they're just fat and I'm like, you know what? I'm not. I'm. I don't. I guess some people are like, whoa, you look like shit. I'm just like, dude. Maybe you figured it out. Like, how much does the, the, the how much is this cancer you're getting worth? What's it worth? Ten years? I don't know. I mean, some people you see eighty five and they're like, you know, hello. Sometimes you see people who are not seventy and they're just like, hey, hey. But sometimes people seventy five are jumping off desks and shit. You ever see Jack Lalane? I think he's still alive. He's one hundred and fifty. Um, but yeah, man. You know, eating leaves. How much fun are you having? You 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 put too much dressing on. You get a die of cancer anyway. So it's just like you know. Maybe I just want to be a fat guy, or just like a, a an out of shape guy. You know, I don't know, man. You know, I like to keep it lean, but also ice cream's so good. And then also, it's just like watching everything on like Hulu and Amazon and Amazon Prime and, and HBO Max and and Netflix. It's just like. Dude, maybe I'll just, maybe I'll just, maybe I'll just give hell the keys because there's so many things on. Like I watched that Watcher show and then I watched, I I was done watching the Watcher show and then I watched just so many, uh, like, like even Kristen the other day was like, let's go see Lyle Lyle Crocodile with Calvin. And I was like, yes, dude, that sounds like such a nice family outing. But then all of a sudden I was like, think of all the couch sitting I won't be doing. Think about that. Think about all the food. And I don't mean popcorn. I mean actual food. I won't, because I like to be comfortable just like the next person. But when you get two comfortables involved, when you get the couch sitting watching, that's three comfortables involved. The couch sitting chilling, watching a TV show or a movie chilling, and then also putting food in your mouth chilling. That's three comfortables, right? So the more comfortables involved, you can't have too many comfortables, right? You definitely can't have too many comfortables. Like if you're on the couch eating, watching the thing, and somebody's giving you an OTP, HJ, not good. Too many comfortables, right? I would argue that that's not even a comfortable. That's a pleasurable. You can't do a pleasure. Feeding, eating is a little bit of a pleasurable, but it's more comfortable if you couple it with, right? Watching a TV show and then also sitting on the couch, that's two comfortables, and that pleasurable turns into a comfortable, right? But if you add an OTP, HJ, absolute too much that's that's two pleasurables that now connect each other and become a bigger pleasurable so that's really (laughs) two comfortables and two pleasurables and they cancel each other out you might as well be standing in the middle of a field right but my point is you know you link these comfortables up you feel real nice you link these pleasurables up it's too much it's distracting it's like that guy who always was having orgasms what that what's that condition where the guy just can't stop having orgasms and he'll just be like and he told the press and the press was like so what's it like and he was like well you know i'll just sit and uh you know it's uh, it happens every few seconds and if i'm lucky it'll happen every minute uh but yeah i just can't i simply cannot And you're just like sitting there like that's too many pleasurables, right? Like you wouldn't want an orgasm all the time. But um, anyway, dude. So we went to go see La La Crocodile. Here's the thing, okay? We saw La La Crocodile. 
I thought was going to be absolutely bonkers because I'm going to go get Calvin. But because I was like, because I was like, I'm missing out on couch setting time. But like, let's do this for the sun because I want Calvin to have a happy life. And I don't want to see Lala Crocodile, but he wants to see Lala Crocodile. And what does that make me do? Makes me want to kind of see Lala Crocodile because I want to share the experience with him, right? Now I don't live for myself. I live for someone outside of me. Never thought that would have happened in 2016. Yet here I am. But the couch sitting time, right? And I can still kind of get couch sitting time with Calvin, but she's like, but let's go. And I'm like, what about the couch sitting time? But then she's like, I pick movie theaters. And I'm like, oh, she wants to lay down, get a blanket and press a button and have the waiter come during the home movie. But do they have, but do they have pretzels with, with cheese? Yes, they do. Yes, they do. But do they have chicken tacos? Yes, they do. Oh, yes, they do. Do they have pizza that they make? Yes, they do, dude. The I pick theaters. You can go to a movie and be an even big, be be an even bigger fat slob than go to AMC. You could literally chillax, dude. And I'm just like, I don't even know how much it is. It's probably it's you know it's it's like a whole date night if you're gonna go. But I went with Kristen and Calvin, and we went to go see La La Crocodile. First of all, there's a book called La La Crocodile that I read. Actually, that was one of those books that I skipped over even when I was a kid. I've seen it, but I skipped over it. Right. But when Lyle the Crocodile came to the movie, I was like, oh, I remember this shit. But then I'm like, why don't they just call it Lyle the Crocodile as a movie? Like, it's cute for a book, but for a movie with Javi Bardem. So I'm like, let's watch this movie. Who's in it? That Constance Wu woman who, you know, and also the Skeeter McDeeter or whatever the hell his name is. Scoot McNary, right? Good actor. So I'm like, let's go see Lyle the Crocodile. Then, uh, we get there and Calvin is so excited at the Epic Theater. He sits down, he's waiting, and, and the dude, this little kid comes on the the before the movie preview and he's eating a hamburger, talking about all the food at high Epic. Calvin sees the kid, he can't stop laughing at the kid while eating a hamburger, dude. He's just laughing at the kid eating the hamburger. So I'm like, this is gonna be great, dude. He's about to see a singing crocodile. He's gonna have the time of his life. He killed it at Super Pets. He killed it at Bad Guys. He killed it at Sing Two. The dude was locked in like he was ready for ready to test G forces. I mean, my son watched movies the whole time like he was ready to test G-forces. And I don't mean he was like testing G-forces. I mean, he was ready. Like, okay, guys, anything could happen here. I might pass out. I might have the time of my life. And I might celebrate afterwards. But here we go. That's how my son was watching these movies. Super Pets, Bad Guys, and also Sing 2. Now, I wasn't there for Sing 2. That was his first movie. Chrissy kind of snuck it on me. Felt bad that I didn't go to his first movie. So she left the theater. And then we went to go see Bad Guys. All good. I want to be there for every one of my sons first. Is that feasible? No, but I want to be, but he wants to be, right? I want to be there for every one of my sons first. Why? Because I'm such a fucking good dad and I had no idea I would be. Yet I am. Yeah, here I am. Five years later, out the flames, loving the shit out of my son and my family. That's how locking back up and going, I'll stay in here for a bit. Um. So... Yeah, La La Crocodile starts, and, um, you know, I don't want to do, like, a review of Lyle Lyle Crocodile, because this is a podcast for adults, right? Um, but, uh, sucks donkey balls, sucks donkey balls, sucks donkey balls. And, um, even for a kid's movie, it makes no sense. These kids' movies, dude, for real, <laughs> they don't have to make sense. But, 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 hey, <laughs> hey, though, Hey, though, also, do me a favor, right? Hey, guys, you can make it make sense. You know how I know? The English Patient is a movie, okay? 
So just do a kid version of it making sense of that. It doesn't have to make sense because my son will watch Blippy. It doesn't have to make sense because my son will watch B, B. This is the letter B. B, B, ball. B, B, bullshit song. I, I. This is the letter I. Uh, uh, igloo. W, W, W. This is the letter W. What, what, why is this my career? What, what, why is my life, my wife leaving me? <laughs> dude. That's a killing at, that song rips for real, dude. You'll be singing it later on. Your kid watching it and he's just like liking it. You're like, this is bullshit. And then later on at the bank, you're just like fucking, Jay, Jay, this is the Mr. Delia. Oh yeah. Hi. Hi. How's it going? J- j- just here to make a deposit. <laughs> so, uh, but my point is universal. Touchstone. Doesn't even exist anymore. Columbia Pictures. Orion. Do me fave. <laughs> Pixar seems to have a handle on it. Thanks. But do me fave. If you're making La La Crocodile, I get my kid will just watch literally a crocodile singing and dancing. But. You know what, though, dude? Movie. Hey, Hollywood, do me fave. Okay? Because honestly, I'm sitting there and I'm like, Jesus Christ. Now, what do all of the movies that Calvin have seen have in common? Super bets. Bad guys. Sing two. Animation. What does this one not have? One of these things is not like the other. Lila Crocodile is a live action. So we're watching it, and I'm noticing Calvin watches it for a little bit and then gets restless. Why? Because nobody is literally a cartoon singing in his face. Do you like mushrooms? Do you like mushrooms? Yes, I do. Do you like popsicles? Yes, I do. Do you like mushroom popsicles? Yucky. No, I don't. So now my son not only has to see a crocodile singing and dancing, he's also got to see an actual real-life Constance Wu say, well, we can't tell your father. He's got to see Javi Bardem. He's got to see 60-year-old Javi B over there like, this is going to make me lots of money, right? And my son doesn't care how many colors Javi B's got on. He's sitting there like, where's the mushroom popsicle? So now, not only is he, you know, doing tumbles in his seat all laid back, not only is he running around throwing the chicken fingers that we got from IPIC and the ranch sauce, only dipping fingers in his, not even eating the chicken, right? Not only is he doing that, but I'm sitting there and I'm like, Hollywood's doing me no favors by just having this crocodile not talk. The crocodile can't talk. You can only sing. Dude, if you can sing, you can talk, right? If you can sing, just do the easier version of that. And do, Or if you can sing, how about you, like she'd ask him like, what's going on today? And he would just be like, and then when she needed help with cooking, he was like, you grab the spatula and then you just flip the pancakes. It's like, dude, you could sing how you are today too, dude. Just sing everything. 
Be like James Corden. He fucking, doesn't he sing? Like, I feel like James Corden sings 65% of the shit that comes out of his mouth. So it's just like, I'm sitting there and Hollywood's doing me no favors and fucking Calvin's sitting there rolling around throwing fucking cheese fries and shit. Lyle Lyle Crocodile is an abomination of a movie, all right? And I mean that also even as like a... Who is it for? Who is it for is my question. Super Pets, yes. Sing 2, Bad Guys, the bad guys with the fucking fox and the snake and shit, that's for kids because my son's 2 is locked in, I told you. La La Crocodile, where the crocodile only sings and there's only one crocodile in it and the rest is live action and it's like, who's that for? My two-year-old's all over the place. Is a nine-year-old going to want to watch that? No, a nine-year-old's going to want to watch Hawkeye, dude. Wish I was sooner with that, but it, you know, it wasn't up, so what are we going to do, dude? A nine-year-old's going to want to watch Hawkeye. God, it's so much better when you get the timing, dude. Timing is fucking goddamn everything. So, um... Uh, yeah, so look, man, we watched it, and uh, and I will say this, okay? I'm watching this movie, and I'm just like, it's bad. The acting is bad, the fucking... Which means the directing is bad. If all of the actors are bad, the director is bad. If all of the actors are good, the director is good, period. That's how it is, okay? Javi B shows up, dude, all right? Javier Bardem, Javi B shows up, dude. Now... Javi B shows up in a fucking outfit that would make like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory go like, you're wearing that? All right? Fucking Willy Wonka. Javi B shows up, dude. And this guy, and I'm not, this is not a joke, dude. He arrests you. You're in the theater and he arrests you, dude. You go, where are we going? Because I'm on a ride, dude. He's so good in this movie. And then I realize Javi B is one of the most absolute greatest actor, greatest actors of our time. Because I'm sitting here watching Javi B in his Florida Gators shirt and hat with the fucking pubes coming out the sides, right? Pretending he's hanging with a crocodile because it's not real. But he's, I mean, this guy is just like doing all sorts of, oh, you know, Dancing and grabbing his hand and twisting with the fucking big ass crocodile, laughing like shit is really funny. I mean, this dude's on another level, man. And I'm watching this, and then I'm like, and I, I actually have a thought. Wait a minute, hold on. I thought this guy was in No Country for Old Men, but maybe he isn't because this guy's different. I had to Google it afterwards. For those of you that don't know if it is or it is, it is him. He completely envelops the character. Javi B, it goes like this, dude. Christian Bale. Uh, let me tell you something, dude. There are actors that cannot. People, I'm going to point, I'm going to name three actors that do things that actors just can't do. All right? There's not many of them. There are more than who I'm saying, but these are the three that come to mind. All right? Christian Bale. Sean Penn. Daniel Day-Lewis and Javi B. Now, let me tell you what, when I say Javi, because here's the thing, those three actors can do things that nobody can do. Javi B, 
main like there's a guy who can do what Javi B did in um La La Crocodile. Like, you know, Nathan Lane or fucking, you know, uh the guy from Will and Grace, the 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 really flamboyant one. That dude would kill. But could he be in No Country for Old Men? No, dude. Imagine Nathan Lane in No Country for Old Men with the fucking, like, shooting the cow in the head with the fucking, well, it's time to die, cow, pan, you know? But, dude, the range, though? But that range that Javi B has, that range that Javier Bardem goes like, the, I would like to play Lila Crocodile. That range. But, and then his agent goes, are you sure you were in no country for old men? And he goes like this. Watch how I show up. Happy as shit. Pubes coming out the side of the fucking top hat. Florida Gator shirt on. Suspenders all the way up. Just like, where is the crocodile? It doesn't matter. It's not here. I will still have a good time and pretend like it is here. His shit is phenomenal, dude. I am telling you right now, and this is no joke, he deserves to get nominated for an Oscar for La La Crocodile. Along, and I don't think he should win. I think Austin Butler should win. But he should be, I mean, dude, I haven't seen all the movies. I get it. And everyone's talking about, oh, like this and that and the other thing. And this movie's good. Like somebody wants me to see Kate Blanchett and fucking Tar. And I'm just like, pass, dude. You know, pass. That movie is so full of itself. I can tell by the preview. I'm sure she's great also. That's a different, that's best female performance. But, you know. My God, Javi B. That guy's one of my favorite actors now. I, and I was sitting now. I'm, 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 I'm watching. And when Javi, Javier Bardem shows up, I'm like this. Okay, good, good. Thank God. I mean, this guy. Hollywood doing me no favor. But boy, are the fucking, this Spaniard comes in and he's just fucking saving the day. I love Javier Bardem. And I don't mean to make this whole podcast about Javier Bardem, but sexy as all get out. I mean, come on, dude. At least Sean Penn. Boy, when Sean Penn played I Am Sam, I go like this. This guy, you know how Christian Bale loses weight or gains weight and does that fucking... Remember when he did Vice and he played... Uh, what's his name? The Vice President. What was his name? Dick Cheney. played Dick Cheney. And he just... Chris, Christian Bale was just like, great. I'll just eat pizza and hot dogs. I mean, he was giving hell the keys for that. No doubt, dude. And he just plumped the fuck up. And he probably pulled his hair out too. Same for the American Hustle. But then he got really skinny for the machine, Machinist. And then got really skinny. And then, and then beefed up right afterward for Batman. I mean, dude, what Christian Bale does with his weight, honestly, for acting, I swear to God, Sean Penn did with Down Syndrome and I Am Sam. That dude got it for three months. He fucking got it for three months. If you watch, dude, look at this. Here's how you know if somebody's a good actor or not. Google a still image of them in a character. (laughs) Dude, Google a still image. Google a still image of the person in the, in the movie. I'll put a still, I'm going to put a still image of somebody right, of, of Sean Penn right here. And I am Sam It's going to be right here. I, I haven't get sure if it's going to do it. Look at that. Look at that image, dude. And the Oscar for best still image goes to Sean Penn and I am Sam. This is Sean Penn's first still image Oscar. For playing a Down syndrome. Look at that picture. He obviously has ha, has incredible strength and a big head. Great. We'll get fucking flagged for that. But you know what I mean, dude. You know what I'm saying? This is a comedy podcast. We already can't fucking get it. Gained. What's up with the subscribers, YouTube? It's because we got Colt in the name or whatever. Whatever. Do we ride it out? You can't keep us down. 
And the and the award for Oscar for best still image this year goes to Javi B for Lyle Lyle Crocodile. Him with the suspenders like this. And you get it. Dude, if you if somebody acts good in a picture, that person, dude. I, and I can do that. I can do that. 100% I can do that. You know? So, I'm telling you. If you get me, I know I haven't been in movies lately. Holly, and I'm not even like, you know, I've had I've actually had some offers. I go, I don't know. I don't know. The way, I don't know. I'd rather just fucking go on stage and just absolutely obliterate. I'd rather go on stage, but talk about my truth, but also obliterate, right? But also take some lulls and talk about what's happening. But I also, you know, I'm not sure about Hollywood. But boy, if I get on a fucking movie, if, if, if I get in a movie again, dude, it's a problem. It's a problem on screen. I don't mean on set with shenanigans. It's a problem on screen, dude. Best still, Oscar for best still photo goes to me, dude. I don't give a fuck. I'll play anybody. I'll play an Asian with no makeup. I'll play fucking, I'll do, I'll do the Javi B story. I play Javier Bardem, a, a Spaniard growing up in the fucking forties or fifties, whatever it was, sixties maybe, but he's sexy as all get out though, isn't he? He really is. Google a fucking picture of Javi Bard, Javier Bardem 20 years ago. Oh my God. The guy just would little, literally hand out towels while he walked down the street to women. I know you probably need this. Yes. You probably need this, right? If you're going to sit down, you should probably put this on first, right? Oh, look, a snail trail. Hello. Yes. Oh, you already saw me. I see. You're leaking. I see. Yes. We thought they were dark jeans, but they're just wet. Here you go. Handing out jeans and fucking towels. Hello. Yes. You have met Javier Bredem. Dude, how? <laughs> how much? Dude. Wow, man. Yes, I know, I know. I am so sexy. It's a gift and a curse. I did not mean to be this sexy. I grew up into my looks. And then once I grew up, I know, I know. You like the scruffy look. You're lucky I don't shave because I'm actually good clean shaven too. How many guys can be like that? Here is a towel and here are some new jeans. They're light. I probably have so many children. I have no idea. And I have talent. Um, God, how much is he a fucking great father probably too, you know? Just my hero. <sighs> Whatever, dude. I talked about fucking Javier Bardem way too long in this podcast, but sometimes the podcast calls for what it calls for, right? You can't just fucking force some shit, you know? You can't come on here and be like, yeah, but I've got an agenda and I want to talk about this. Who am I fucking, what am I, you know, CNN? I come on here and I let the shit unfold, dude. I'm a, I'm a real journalist over here. These movies, man. I love couch sitting. And obviously, I love couch sitting so much. Guess what I started doing? Wordle. Dude, killing it. 92% success rate. Okay. So? So what? What does that mean? I missed one out of 12 so far. I've been doing it for 12 straight days. Yeah, he plays Wordle. So what? He gets, mostly gets it in four or five. But uh, Wordle is crazy. It's at the fucking, it's one of those things. You go to Wordle.com or some shit and I'm doing Wordle and I'm killing it, having a good time. And then I fucking tell my mom about how I love Wordle. And she's like, I love Wordle too. And then she goes like this. You ever heard of Quirtle? And I go like this, ma. This is like the time when you, I don't, this, my mom will do shit like this. We're like, I'm like, we're like at dinner 
And she's like, do you know what you're going to get? And I'm like, yeah, I think the burger looks great. And she'll be like, oh, okay, but they have meatloaf. I don't know if you saw. And now I'm conflicted, dude. I already gave you a definitive answer. But you're going to throw fucking, what, what, I, I didn't see the meatloaf. And now I don't know what, I was totally happy and content. Right? I am somebody that when the government says we don't want to tell the public this, I go like this. Good. Don't tell us this shit. You'll figure it out. That's me at dinner. And my mom's the government like, well, we got to let the public know they have meatloaf. And now I'm the general population in turmoil. There's mutiny going on inside me. Half of me wants a burger and half of me wants the meatloaf. So, you know. She tells me about Quirtle, and I'm like, uh, at this point, my mom says, have you heard of Quirtle? And I go, and honestly, I'm 20% sure now that maybe my mom has actually gotten senile because I'm like, what, are you making shit up? She goes, there's four, four squares. There's not just one square. There's four of them, and you keep guessing letters, and you have to get all four. And I go, that sounds horrible. And she says, it's fun. And I say, all right, I'll try it. And I try it that night. And let me fucking tell you something, dude. When I tried it that night, dude, I was doing that. I mean, dude, I was doing, you can only do them once a day. What the fuck's up with Wordle or Quirtle? You can only do them once a day. That's bullshit. I want one of, I want to do them more than once. Stop gifting me this shit. I know the idea is to, I don't understand it. To me, it's a bad business plan. Like I want to do more and more and more and more. I want to play it as much as I can. Dude, when I did Bananagrams, I did it fucking all day. Imagine people saying, yo, yo, that's like giving one, somebody one Lay's potato chip. I want the whole fucking thing. And then I'll eat more and then you'll make more money, right? But dude, so I'm playing fucking Wordle and yeah, it's fun. And and then I fucking, I'm like, let me try this Quirtle thing. It's not going to be good, but sure enough. And now I'm playing Wordle and Quirtle and it eats up fucking 25 minutes, right? So I'm just like couch sitting doing Wordle and Quirtle. I see mama, my mom again. She goes... So, was I right about Quirtle or what? And I, and I said, yeah, Quirtle's actually really great. And we're sharing each other our scores. You know, I have a good relationship with my mommy. And she says, you should try. Octortle. There's eight boxes. Hey. Enough's enough. Enough's so trying to get in on the fucking <laughs> ordle craze. <laughs> so trying to get in on the ordle craze, dude. Leave it at Quirtle. I mean, Octurtle doesn't even sound good. Is it about a fucking she shelled animal? She goes, you should try Octortle. It's really fun. And I say, dude, you know what? <laughs> I can't. I'm not. I go, <laughs> I go, Octortle? Where's the fucking thing? Come on. It's the best. Files done. Come on, man. Crazy. 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 
so I didn't do Octortal yet, but I have a feeling fucking next week I'm going to come in and be like, yo, Octortal's the shit. Dude, that's how I do it. I say, nah, fuck that shit. Because here's the thing. Anytime, I'm like Russian, dude. Anytime someone says you should try this, I go like this. What do you fucking secretly want from me? Are you a CUDA? Are you just seeing somebody's shiny bracelet and trying to snatch that up because you think you want it? Or do you actually understand the value of the diamond bracelet and how you can resell it later and this or are you just want to wear it to fucking floss are you a secret cuda because i'm rushing with this shit man you can't just be all like telling me to do shit i'm involved my grandfather my grandfather bam that was his name his name was grandfather his name was vincent but they called him bam because when he was young he was skinny as a bamboo but my grandpa Bam always said, never volunteer for anything. And when my dad said, my grandpa said that, when I was younger, I go like this, Weebay meme. I'm like, oh, yeah. 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 Why would you volunteer for anything? Then they got you. Are you the kind of person that says, oh, yeah, let me plug my email in for the? They got you. Did you ever do the 23 and me to find out your fu- what'd you find out, huh? Oh, what'd you find out? You fucking got 5% Botswanian? They got you. I don't do 23 and me. I don't type in my email for a fucking 10% discount. They got you. They can control you. Now, I'm not Alex Jones, but I'm telling you, dude. We stop at Quirtle. Now, tomorrow when I start doing Octoral, the whole fucking thing is, I say, fuck this, fuck that. I don't want to be doing that. And then I get into it. And then I really get into it. And all my friends make fun of me. They said, you said, fuck that shit. And then I'd say, well, you know, it's good to have an open mind. And then I say, you got to start doing Octortal. And then they're like, I don't want to do the fucking shit. And then I get all them involved. And then they keep doing it. And then I find something else. Because I got addiction, baby. And when I find out something I like, I run it into the ground, baby. <laughs> um, so, yeah, dude. There's Octortal out there trying to cash in on the on the Ortal uh, on the Ortal craze, um, but it's a nice it's a nice it's a nice game. I like I don't really like games. I like things by myself, right? Like I don't ever want to like people are always like, why don't you want to play ultimate frisbee? Why don't you want to go golfing? You know, let's do a tandem bike ride. And I'm just like, dude, if I'm gonna do this shit, it's me versus me. It's I don't want to or or me versus one other person, but it's like. Like I did jujitsu for five, six years, but still that's kind of me versus me, right? Bowling. I got to play against somebody. I don't want to do that. It's not really me versus me, but like baseball, football, I can blame other people. If it's just me, it's just me. If I fuck up on Wordle, it's just me, dude. Unless you do, you know, there's fucking, you know, someone's nagging me from the background or some shit's deeper, but, um, yeah, I don't like that. I don't. I like only when it's just me, me versus me. Um, I mean, that might have been the title of the show, me versus me, except for the fact that Hell's Got the Keys is such a fucking rip roaring awesome title that you know that's what it has to be. Um, we were at my parents. This is when I were, my mom told me about Octortal, Octortal, Tortal. You know, uh, we went to uh, we were in we were in Lock and Yada visiting my parents, and then. Kristen says, can I have uh, your your wallet? I need to buy something. And I say, sure, right? Because I know she's very cool with the money. It's not like she's going to buy like a fucking, you know, jet ski. 
We're on the way home. Got two jet skis. Um, so I say, okay, uh, sure. She gets picks my wife. I said, what are you buying? She said, just something. I'm like, okay, all right. Weird, you're not, but okay. So then uh, we are leaving, and she's like, let's go by 8.45. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, what's going on here? And she says, we shouldn't leave at 8.45 because we want to go to Verdugo. Uh, we should go to Verdugo. Uh, sorry, sorry. Uh, 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 Descanso Gardens. And I'm like, Descanso Gardens? It's like a fucking cool like tree plant garden in La Cunada. It's beautiful. People go from all, all over the place. And uh, I've never been. I grew up in La Cunada, and I've never been to fucking Descanso Gardens. Isn't that crazy? I've literally never been. You've been how many times? Never been. He's been 10. Never been. Have you? Yeah, he's, he's never lived in La Cunada. So I uh, grew up there, never went. Because me, I'm always like, what? There's, so there's lots of plants? Okay. Me, I'm like, okay, so there's some big trees that do crazy twirly shits? Okay, fine. I could Google that. But Kristen wants to go, and I say, oh, okay, but it's dark. And she says, that's the thing. They got a whole Halloween get up. And I say, really? And I say, yeah, Cal's going to love it. It's one of the only things that you can do for a two-year-old that isn't scary as shit. And I say, oh, really? Did you look that up? Or is that something that you think, right? Because this is you know, my OCD working overtime. And she says, uh, oh, well, no. Uh, it actually says, like, not Scary Farm and Universal and all that shit, the Halloween Horror Nights. You, you shouldn't go for anywhere under 13. And I'm like, 13? Jesus, okay, fine. So Descanso Gardens it is. It was like one of the only things, right? Besides you, unless you want to go to a pumpkin patch. But those are all closed at fucking nine. So she's like, I got tickets to go from nine to 10. So I'm like, what is Descanso Gardens? What is this Halloween thing? And she says, I don't know. And I says, well, you looked it up, right? And she's like, yeah, it's like they got like, you know, Halloween stuff. And I'm like, so, but what is it? And she says, oh, I, 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 I don't know. And she says, stop asking me. I don't really know. And I said, well, we're going. We should know what it is. Anyway, we didn't, it wasn't like an argument, but I'm like, whatever. And then so I said, Calvin, will you ask mommy what it is so she'll answer you because you won't answer me? And she goes, Ugh. and it was a little sitcom moment, but it's all good. So we went to uh, Descanso Gardens and our tickets were from nine to 10. I don't know why you had tickets, but you just, they, I guess it would get overcrowded. And let me tell you something, dude. My son had such an unkin blast, dude. He saw so many pumpkins, man. There were so many friggin' pumpkins. So many beautiful pumpkins that they carved. They, you know, they had like a. Um, but I had like a moment there that was totally unexpected that I was blindsided from. We get to Descanso Gardens and we're walking around a little bit. My 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 son's saying like, you know, I got pumpkin pants on, and he does. They're glow in the dark. I got a pumpkin shirt on. She's another girl with a pumpkin shirt on. And he says to her, "I got a pumpkin shirt on. It's cool. It's called carved, is what it is at the." Uh, uh, Verdugo, I keep saying, Jesus. Descanso Gardens, Verdugo Hospital's right next to it. And don't know why I keep doing that. But um, so we are walking through it and the Descanso Gardens is like this really big set up area that's also, it, it. I mean, it's like there's stuff that's built in it like, like, like benches and a, like a small outdoor stage. And then there's like, you know, um, like stuff that's like obviously planted, like a bed of flowers, and there's a huge, beautiful tree that if you chopped it down, you'd probably get like fucking 90 years in prison. And uh and uh it's it's just like there's like 
lights and stuff that are put up and they really deck it out for Halloween though. And there's like, I mean, I'm talking about if there's, if there's a hundred pumpkins, there's, there's gotta be 800 pumpkins lit up like jack-o'-lanterns. I mean, right. Some of them are carved in like with like movies, like they got a Batman one, they got a, a fucking, you know, Encanto one for kids and shit. My son's looking at the minions one. Uh, and, uh, I'm walking with Calvin and Calvin's just having a blast. I mean, he's really visual. It's not like La La Crocodile. It's like he's fucking arrested watching Sing 2, like really locked in, like about to go for that G-Force testing. And he looks at these benches, almost like pews and this outdoor stage. And there's this big skeleton on this outdoor stage. And, uh, candles and all this shit lit up for Halloween and Calvin looks at it and he walks towards it and he keeps saying what what he takes four or five steps and he says what what he keeps looking at the skeleton what and it's hysterical okay because I'm his dad it's it's honestly not that crazy (laughs) but it's Blowing his fucking mind, or he's seen me do this about something, and now he's just recreating it. I don't know. Either way, it's hilarious. And we're passing these pews. He walks all the way up to the skeleton, and he's just saying, what? What? And I'm sitting next to him, looking at him, right up at the skeleton. And then I I don't actually look at the skeleton, because my whole thing is... When I'm watching a movie with my son or we're experiencing something new, I don't watch the thing. I watch my son because I want to, although experience this with him, I really want to take in how much he loves and is experiencing this new thing. So I'm looking at him and Kristen is standing behind me and I realize her energy changes. And it's not a big thing, but it's like a very small, minute thing that I think, honestly, only I could probably f- feel because I'm her husband. And she puts her hand on Calvin's shoulder. And then I look up at the skeleton and it's got a bunch of pictures of children on it with candles. And I realize that these are children that have passed away and Kristen says okay Calvin come over here and we go to sit down on the bench to I guess you know pay our respects you know I didn't realize it was just it was odd because Calvin's saying what what and there's comedy in that but there was also a very weighty sadness that I wasn't even aware of until I was aware of it and Calvin was never aware of it and um we sit on the bench and Calvin's sitting with me and I'm, I'm just hit with like this very, um, strong mix of feelings of how, of how lucky I am that I have this and how sad this is. Um, and how I'm well aware of this and Calvin isn't. To me, it's to him, it's just this big skeleton that's just incredulous. And Calvin walks away with Kristen and I sit there and I just start fucking crying, dude. Like, it all hit me about how, like, just blindsided me about how sad this is, that this is the reality that we live in. And I'm so fortunate, and you're so fortunate, to live every day with somebody that you love. 
because that could be just fucking ripped from you and at any moment. And so we did that. And that was kind of in the beginning of, of, uh, of, uh, the Descanso gardens thing. And, you know, it's like, when I say life rips, it's like, those are the moments where you really have to fucking take that in. Um, and then we leave at the end of it. We were there for about an hour and we leave and then we drive home. Kristen goes to bed a little later and Calvin, I, I, we put him down and, and I went downstairs and I just started thinking about these children and these families of these children. And, you know, this is, uh, after I watched the movie till death with Megan Fox, uh, so it really has no bearing on it. Just kind of like the, just kind of fuck them, the big idiot I am, you know what I mean? Just watching a fucking Me Megan Fox movie because it's on Netflix and I'm just, and I just go, oh, I'll give it a try. And, uh, after this movie, I just, I'm just sitting and I'm like, should I eat something? I start thinking about these children and, um, I just, I get so sad and I, and I start crying again. Like, um, because I, 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 I realize I'm, I, I live in, uh, I'm, I'm, I have this fear of, um, of this world being so chaotic. And I have this fear of like being a father and a parent in this world when there's so much craziness out there. And I start panicking and I had a, uh, I would say a panic attack, not a full blown. I've had bad panic attacks before a few, a couple, uh, but this one was right up there. I mean, I, I started crying and like, I couldn't understand why I, 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 I should feel fortunate, you know? And I was just, I was literally crying because I was scared which I don't think I've ever done before unless I, you know, since I was Calvin's age. Um, and it was just a really weird, unique experience. And, um, I, I, you know, I cried for like fucking 30 minutes and then I went to bed and I couldn't fall asleep and I finally fell asleep. I was just like, I hope that I wake up tomorrow and I feel okay. And I woke up the next morning and I felt better, but not all better. And then uh, that's today. Um, and I kept thinking, how am I going to do this podcast? But um, I did. I just, uh, you know, and I think it's going well and it's fun, you know. I had a lot of interesting things to say about Javier, Javier Bardem but, and, 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 and Quirtle. But uh, it's just like real life fucking keeps happening, dude. That's the craziest thing. You know, when I was in, before I was really like, in, in therapy and really dealing with like my, my self and my emotions and shit and just kind of living, uh, for pleasure, uh, and selfishly, um, I would have never thought about this shit. And now that I do, it's so fucking uncomfortable for me. Um, but like I also, I also had therapy today and it was brutal. Like I was like really like emotional during the therapy. And then afterwards I felt a little better. I feel a little better now. Um, I don't know, man. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. It's just like fucking, I mean, we deal with all these emotions as people and like, even as like a funny 
we're having a great time and then a sad time and then a fucking another good time. It's like even in this podcast, like, you know, this podcast used to be fucking silly goose times strictly. And now it's silly goose times fucking absolutely 75% of the time. But every now and then I got to tell you how I'm feeling, dude. And I got to tell you how I'm feeling because like, I don't owe it to anybody, but I just want to. I'm 42 and I implore you guys to fucking do the same, man. You know, somebody called into Lifeline, Lifeline, my other podcast here on Supercall Studios, and they were talking about how their husband, uh, it won't do therapy. And um, it's just like, I think it's really beneficial, man. I was talking to my tattoo artist the other day about therapy. Um, I got this, the elevator with the heart in it. People keep asking me what it means. I'll talk about it one day, but he does great work, man, huh? Does great work, man. So now I told him either I'm like this or like this in my podcast. You'll always see one of your designs. The dude's good. Um, yeah. It's a crazy world out there. I did watch that movie Till Death of Megan Fox. Dude, and I'm not I, I, like, you know, Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly, they're dating and it's super annoying. But, um, you know, I, I love I love Machine Gun Kelly. I love... Uh, uh, I don't know anything about Megan Fox, right? Um, except for she's dating him and she was in Transformers and, um, and that movie Jennifer's Body. Um, and I know nothing about her at all. And uh, I'm always annoyed when two famous people are dating and I have to see it all the time, right? So, uh, and so I'm watching this movie till death. I just put it on and I'm like, this is going to be fucking shitty just because most movies are shitty and that's going to be a safe bet. And then I fucking... What, I'm going to start watching it. Dude, you know Megan Fox is a good actress. She's good. She, this movie was a fine movie. No, it was a fine script. And the way that it was directed and the way that Megan Fox did it tonally, she elevated the fucking project, dude. Congratulations to fucking Megan Fox for real. She's good. She was fucking good, dude, in this movie. I don't know if that fucking is something to even talk about, but it's just like, dude, congrats to her. I guess Kanye's buying parlor. This guy, it's like, this guy just can't stay out of the fucking media. Media, stop it. I guess it gets clicks. This this whole shit, buying parlor. Because Elon Musk bought Twitter, you know. Kanye West bought to buy a conservative social media platform parlor because he was locked out of twitter and instagram for anti-semitic posts who wants to be this the thing to me it's like when a when a when a when a white guy says the n-word or like when anybody is anti-semitic anti-semitic like freedom of speech i understand but why do you want to say the n-word so bad like it's so easy just just to not do it yeah but freedom of speech okay fine but why, though, that, why? Who cares that much? If you care so much about free speech to, that you're like, I should be able to say the N-word on Twitter, then you're, it, it, you may not be racist, but, but why do you care that much? So it's like, it's picking out a little bit. I get words are just words, but also why? Like you can absolutely just say the N word in reference or, Hey, somebody said this and say it and not be racist. But why do you want to say it so bad? 
is my point. If I say, hey, he said the N-word and don't say the N-word and I say the word, that doesn't make me racist, but I can easily say the N-word. That's the whole thing I don't get about it. It's like he's going on an anti-Semitic. Now, granted, I didn't read everything he said. I, I saw a few things. It seemed like he was saying stuff against Jews. So the fact that he's like, fuck that. I'm going to go to parlor so I can say this stuff. Why, though? Maybe look inward, maybe look inward, right? We all should look inward. Like you can be on parlor and not be a piece of shit. I don't think that like it's got the media has this fucking, you know, biased against parlor because, you know, it's got this whole like, you know, bigot connotation, which I have no idea. I've never been on it. I have no, no idea. But like you can be on, par- you could get the parlor, be on parlor, and it doesn't mean you're fuck, you're a bigot, right? Um, but if you want to do anti-Semitic shit or say the N-word, it's super weird, you know. Like, how's Connie gonna feel when the guys are popping off with the N-word? I'm parlor. I'm gonna get parlor. Uh, how big is parlor? Is it big? How many people are on parlor? I'm gonna look. How many people users? On Parler. Here we go. Uh, how many people use Parler 2022? What? Oh, that was 2021. Um, no. Last year it was 32,000 new downloads. So here, earlier, 20 million. So the current stats of Parler shows that there are over 16 million registered users, so drunk, registered users in 2022. Earlier in 2022, the social media platform raised 20 million for its own continuation. Since its return to the Apple Store, it is, oh, wow, they went back. I didn't know that. It has experienced 32,000 new downloads overall the first 10 days of January. Saw 870,000 new users across Apple devices. Okay, so it has, so that's so many different numbers. What does it have, you know? Can you get you? I guess you can't get banned from Parlor. Um, a million active users. Uh, this movie that came out in 2017, Urban Myths. I saw this the other day, and it's just like. Hi, can I help you? I'm looking for. Okay, we're watching it. Okay, he plays Bob Dylan, pretty cool. Ben Chaplin, Cary Grant. Guy plays Samuel Beckett. All good, fine, whatever. Guy's playing Adolf Adolf Hitler. Okay, that's fine. Elizabeth Taylor, Marlon Brian Cox plays Marlon Brando. Hey, though, Joe Joe Fine plays Michael Jackson. Have you seen this shit? 2017. Dude, he plays Michael Jackson here. It's got to be here. With I sense the danger. He always has such keen senses, Michael. Like when he sensed Prince was trying to kill his monkey through dreams. What the fuck, bro? I mean, just a white guy. Dude, in 2017, they made this movie. Isn't it crazy how in f- how much in five years it changed? Who the fuck, if they were going to make a Michael Jackson movie, they would have to get a black guy to do it, right? Which is hilarious because he's so, he's white. He's whiter than a white guy. It would be so much easier to just get a white guy and do a little makeup, you know? 
but they'd have to get a fucking an actual black guy. Wow. Insane. In- honestly, I would argue that that's insane in the membrane. This is the thing. Okay, so this was anti- anti-Semitic. Kanye West tweeted this. I'm a bit sleepy tonight, but when I wake up, I'm going DEFCON 3 on Jewish people in caps. Wow. The funny thing is I actually can't be anti-Semitic because black people are nat- are actually Jews. So you guys have toyed with me and tri- tried to blackball anyone who opposes your agenda. Dude, my favorite part about this tweet is I'm a bit sleepy tonight. What? Gr- There's so many things like you don't like how about how about just don't tweet this and go defcon 3 on jewish people tomorrow you can still do that like people are going to be reading that and be like oh well honey it's gonna be hard to get some sleep tonight why you see this kanye tweet he's gonna go defcon guess defcon 3 on us also i'm a bit like saying you're sleep what grown man says he's sleepy even you just say i'm tired i'm a bit sleepy tonight but when i wake up i'm going deathcon 3 on jewish people what's deathcon 3 um what is that is that like a star wars thing the death convention military thing Wow, not going military. Just a rapper, a guy who makes shoes, a guy who's make a guy who makes too big clothing. <laughs> Death concert. Just be, hey man, you can't say that on Twitter. Gonna get fucking. Hey man, that is not... can't be anti-Semitic, dude. That's the whole thing. I don't think I don't like when people say white people can't be racist. That's like saying like black people can't be anti-Semitic, dude. White, wait, wait, no, sorry. People say you can't be racist against white people is what they say. Which is, my whole thing is, dude, it's got to stop at the point where if anyone's being, judging you because of the color of you or something like that, you're, I don't give a fuck, dude. You're racist. I don't, the history is bad. I get it. I get it. It's harder for black people, 100%. But, dude, you can be racist against white people, period. I know that we actually can't be. There's people who are like, scholars will be like, yeah, you can't be because of that. I, bro, I, st- I go like this. Uh, and honestly, that makes me go to DEFCON 3. I would go DEFCON 4 to that, but I don't know how many DEFCONs there are, but I would do the maximum death. I would go right under the maximum DEFCON for that if somebody said, I w- you couldn't be racist against me. Um, so that's that. Let's look at some of these uh, deserve it scales, which really be piquing my interest. You know what I mean? Because of how people fall down and we love it. My son bonked his head the other day and he almost cried and I hugged him and I said, it's going to be okay. It's okay. It's okay. And it was okay. And he, I said, take a deep breath. He goes, and he didn't, he didn't cry. And it was fucking so awesome. It was in the middle of Lala Crocodile. I keep talking about Lala Crocodile, but you know what, dude, we were watching it and I had to take him out for a little bit. And he said, let's go out there. And I went out there and then as soon as we went out, I had to pee. I peed and he said, let's go back into the movie theater. And I was like, okay. And he went there and he fucking still crawled all over the seats. You can't win. Hey guys, that's the end of the episode today for YouTube. If you want the raw, the uncut version, uh, the uncensored version, go on over to patreon.com slash Chris D'Elia and you can get the episode in its entirety and you can also get the extra episodes that we've done. I think we've done like almost 20 of them at this point. Uh, So go on over and pay $6 and get all of that. 
all of the episodes. If you're going on a road trip, it's phenomenal. It's also good to gift it, dude. The holidays are coming up. But also, dude, uh, you get extra content like we do review mode. We do. I did a podcast with Kristen on there. And uh, all, all, you never know what we're doing over there, okay, until it happens. But we have a good time. So patreon.com slash Thank you.